0: Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fellow Christian mom. I provide moms with practical, uncomplicated solutions so you can feed yourself and your family with confidence and lean into an active lifestyle. I'm on a mission to make health the standard, and I believe it starts in the family with mom at the core. So whether you're filled with holy guacamole, the Holy Spirit, or have no idea what either of those are, I've got you covered, friend. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. We are looking at episode 20 today, Uncover Your God-Led Calling with Stephanie Gass. This is appropriate for today because I am launching, I'm opening the doors for enrollment for the Holy Healthy Mama Tribe and Pro Workshop. Stephanie Gass was uh, my coach back before I even started any of this, before the podcast, before my workshop, before my membership, and I found her on a different podcast. I can't remember what it is, but... (laughs) I heard her talking about uncovering your God-led calling and how she helped Christian moms lean into their this calling and uncover it and she could help them with it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's me. I need this woman in my life. So I reached out to her and now, I don't know how many months later, five months later, here we are today and I'm launching the Holy Healthy Mama Tribe and Pro Workshop. It is going to be so fun. And you want in on this. It's going to save you so much stress in the kitchen. You will learn how to apply the Holy Healthy Mama meal time framework to your life in this current season. And I know we're in the middle of the pandemic, right? But you now have less time at home to do the things that you need to do, which include meal plan, meal prep, cook, clean, homeschool, do your normal routine, do your everything that you always do, whether that's work from home or do your hobbies, whatever it is, you have to do it all now on not your own terms. And I want to help you regain the control over the things you can control, which are your diet, your nutrition, your meal time, your prep, your planning, You can learn all of this in the tribe and pro workshop. You will apply it to your life and you will streamline all of these things and reduce your stress and regain time and get healthier in the process. So I'm here for you, friend. I would love to have you in the tribe. Go to bit.ly slash mamaenrollment2020. Now... Back to Miss Stephanie Gass. Here's her bio. Stephanie Gass is a Jesus lover, wife, and mom of two boys from Tijeras NM, New Mexico. She's the host of the top-ranked podcast, The Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and her mission is helping, empowering, and transforming Christian mompreneurs. Steph specializes in helping these incredible women uncover and tap into their God-led callings, launch podcasts, and monetize using courses and coaching. Steph wants women to create true change for themselves and for Jesus by utilizing their gifts and serving the world with a business that lights them up. Steph believes that when we let God's miracles light our path, we will profit from our passions live proactively, and design a life that fuels our soul. She believes we actually can have it all. Dang. Get it. If, you're not, if you weren't excited two minutes ago, you should be excited now. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Hey, Stephanie. How are you doing today?
1: Good, Kristen. Thanks for having me.
0: Excellent. Um, let's get this out of the way. How do you take your coffee?
1: I take my coffee with half and half, and I prefer it hot, which is interesting because I was like an iced coffee junkie, and then now I've been wanting hot coffee. So
0: <laughs> it's more savory to me when it's hot. If it's cold, I just chug it, and that's bad. That's <laughs> bad on so many levels.
1: <laughs> I know, it's true.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here today, and I'll um, let everybody know that. You were the first coach that I, um, turned to, I had this crazy idea to start a podcast. I had heard about you. You had made it sound like it was something I could do that. I could lean into it in this current season. And now here we are. So thank you for helping me get to this point.
1: (laughs) You are so welcome. I'm just so proud of you because I know how hard it is to have this dream or this idea that, just seems so out there. It's like, how am I going to do it? What are the steps to get there? And then the fear and all of those thoughts that keep us stuck. So I'm excited I was able to help you get to where this point and get to that next step, Kristen. But really, I I think you got to be proud of yourself because the hardest thing is actually taking the step to do it.
0: (laughs) It is hard. It's it's scary.
1: (laughs) But you, were,
0: you held my hand. So whew, thank goodness. You did it. <laughs> so today we're talking about a God-led calling. This is something you talk about all the time on your podcast, which is awesome. And I would like to share this and bring this to my listeners so that you know they understand it and can think about what their God-led calling is. So what is a God-led calling?
1: Yeah, I think that When we are born, when we are created, God gives each of us these strengths and these spiritual giftings, if you want to call it that, that we are naturally really great at and that each human being on the planet has something that is a spiritual gifting. And it's typically stuff that we don't recognize because it's so natural You might be this just gifted mom, like you're so good at motherhood, you're so patient, you run this household and it's just people like, gosh, how do you do it? Or maybe you're this amazing entrepreneur and you love work and you love creating and you love to lead and you love to public speak and like that's where you really shine and you come to life. And so it's this thing that's natural to you, but everyone outside of you is looking at you going how does she do that? You know? And I think that's why it's hard for us sometimes to uncover what it is because it's a gift for us, but that's what it is. And I think a lot of people, they maybe know what it is, but they think, "Ugh, well, I can never make a business out of that. So they stuff it down or they label it as a hobby, but it's really something that God's asking you to do with your life. It's a lot bigger than I think people give it credit for.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty good, uh, I don't even know how to respond to that, that's like, you just described everything that I'm doing and have done, like, I didn't know I could do any of this, I, I, I'm really good at some of these things, and then I didn't know it, and then I think that a God-led calling is, you just described it to a T, but is it something that's always going to be comfortable, or does it have to be uncomfortable, what's the deal with that?
1: Sorry, my son just came in. (laughs) You heard him. Uh, Gotta love mom life. You guys, seriously, you know, mom life is the best. So a God led calling is, here's the thing. Here's what I think about that. I think that it is comfortable in our day to day, right? Like Kristen, if you look at you talking about, you know, nutrition, for example, like that's probably very natural to you in your, in your day to day. You love it. Like for me, I'm really natural at, at, um, thinking of business ideas and working. But then when you want to take it to that next level and go, all of a sudden I'm going to take this thing that's like really natural for me. It feels like a spiritual gifting or it feels like this thing, this hobby. And now I want to go full force with it. I want to make it into a business or I want to make money at this. Now, all of a sudden it's very uncomfortable because it's new. It is pushing you outside of your comfort zone It is probably not what's currently paying the bills. I I see a big correlation between my students and my clients doing something that's a hourly or a career or doing something that they were told they should do, that they've got the degree for, or that you just stumbled into. And you're like, but this is what pays the bills today. And that's nothing to do with the calling. It has nothing to do with the spiritual giftings that you have. And so to make that transition... It seems nonsensical. It's like this makes zero sense for my life to transition into this calling work. So it's super uncomfortable. It's, it's, uh, it's terrifying in a way to actually go and do the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: yes, it is definitely uncomfortable. Now, if I was to give some tips about what to do with that discomfort, I would start by saying it's really natural to feel uncomfortable anytime you do something new. And so you have to understand that any time you go and try something that is out of your league and you're not sure how and all the things, you're fearful, you're afraid of what people think, you feel like an imposter probably, like, oh, can I even talk about this? Am I qualified to do this thing? All of those feelings are natural. And I think all of you probably can raise your hand that, you know, you've been there at some point but it's it's normal and also it's expected. So you've got to understand that every human being on this planet that does something that they're lit up about, that does something that God has called them to do, it wasn't overnight. They fought through the pain, they fought through the fear. They went ahead and did the thing even though their spouse maybe didn't get it or their mother-in-law was, you know, was giving them flack about it or social media didn't seem to respond. They did it anyway and they did it over and over and over until because When God asks us to do something, which is what you're born with, it's the spiritual gifting that you have, it's our responsibility to go do it, to figure it out. And here's what I believe, Kristen. I believe as we go on that path and we take the steps, we say, oh, I don't know how, but I'm willing to take the step." God will lay the path. He'll open the doors. He'll bring you the clients. He'll give you the ideas. He'll show you the mentors. He'll show you the podcast episode or the book that you need to read. There have been so many times where I feel stuck or afraid and I just pray and I'm like, you know, Lord, show me how how do I move through this? Because I feel like I'm frozen and I will just open my eyes and stare at a book on my shelf and be like, okay, I'll read that book. The answer's is there. I'll open my Bible and a scripture answers the question. So if we can just trust the process and kind of continue to take steps through the pain, because fear is painful and un- discomfort is painful, we will grow through it though. And we will ultimately get to the other side and look back and go, wow, I actually did that. And then when you actually do stuff inside of your calling, you are more fulfilled you are more lit up than ever before you feel unstoppable and now there's fuel on that fire
0: yeah there we go i like that <laughs> especially right now so while we're recording this it's the middle of the coronavirus pandemic and yeah. oh my gosh i'm i know i'm not the only one who's thinking what am i doing <laughs> yeah how are we going to get through this how are you financially going to be okay what you know what am i doing so i think i really appreciate how you said just keep leaning into it push through the fear it's painful but don't let the pain overcome you know god's there with you and can get you through it if he gave it to you he got he brought you to it he's going to get you through it so how cliche that but you know <laughs> Okay. So let's talk about your journey. So I can't imagine Steph, that you've always been a mompreneur mastermind. You know, you weren't, you didn't like pop out that way. You didn't pop out with this amazing podcast and (laughs) unless I'm mistaken. So if I am mistaken, correct me, but
1: (laughs) tell me more. Oh gosh, no girl. Oh gosh, no. Here's the other thing. So I'm so glad you brought this up because people are like, Well, I don't know what my calling is. There are so many of us, but here's the thing. It's revealed over time. And we hate that because we're like, I need to know now. I need to know like, what's my thing? And then I want it to be profitable and I want to make revenue at it and I want to have all the things figured out. And so we want the end result, but the secret is you can't get the end result without lots of time and lots of mess. And just loving the journey and being willing to go through the roller coaster of ultimately figuring it out. So for me, I was for sure one of my spiritual giftings has always been leading, performing, public speaking, uh, mentoring others, all of that, but didn't know it. So as a child... I was always doing plays, always on stage, always creating, always had to be the leader. If you put five kids in a room, there's Stephanie Gass telling everybody what to do, right? <laughs> 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 Stephanie George, I've the time. So I always had those qualities as a child, but you just don't know what's going to become of that. So then I transitioned into, you know, if you would ask me at six years old, what do you want to be when you grow up? I always said an author. I always said an actress. I always wanted to be something big. Okay. But... My family grew up in this era of you go to college and you get the degree and you have this stable career, and so that's what I did. I went all the way through school, never heard the word entrepreneurship, never. No one in my family was necessarily an entrepreneur. Um, so went to college, masters in accounting and finance. Went on to be the youngest financial controller of a solar company by the age of twenty five ish, was making six figures, jet setting to Germany and Spain, and. So I was using the skills that God had gifted me, right? I was an incredibly successful corporate businesswoman. I was leading uh, a team. I was mentoring people. I was speaking on on stages about finance. So yes, okay, cultivating, cultivating. So I think no matter where you find yourself, it's an opportunity to cultivate the God-led call. And especially if you don't know what it is, if you just look at what you do today and say, what am I always excelling at? They could have placed me, I could have been working in a man like creating shoes in a manufacturing, right? Maybe they throw Stephanie in this warehouse and I have to go create shoes. Well, guess what I would have probably done? I would have probably started directing people how to optimize pretty quickly. I would have started running little pods, leadership pods, teaching them how to do stuff better. I would have been inspiring people to keep working all the while me digging in and doing the work. Like you'll always rise to where your gifting is. No matter your circumstance so that's the good news wherever you're sitting you're cultivating the skills that god has given you well then my company ends up shutting down long story short i'm laid off i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do with my life and i get pregnant i'm married i'm like i'm gonna work from home so i joined a network marketing company this was roughly seven eight years ago it wasn't big at the time it was like nobody was doing it and i was i was in i joined a company that was only six months old and I, again, using the skill set that's natural for me was I am going to do this, right? Like I'm going. So I was, I was top 1% of that company within two years. I was leading a team of thousands. I was making $17,000 months. I was doing all the things because success, entrepreneurship, and leadership are so natural for me. Now here's, here is something that you have to know. Because something's super natural for you, it's easy for the enemy to use it against you, so the enemy saw that I was latching on to like success ideals and idolizing more money, more success, more rank, all of those things, and I got lost in that. So, Kristen, it's not always so easy, right? It's we are humans, and there's not just good here. There's also evil here. And so I went through this, this phase of really full workaholism. I had lost what was most important. I was falling away spiritually. I was chasing the dollar. I was idolizing all the wrong things. And so basically through that transition, um, I made a ton of money and a lot of things kind of fell apart. Mm -hmm. So The company ended up shutting down, long story short, about four years, five years into it. I had to borrow money from our son's savings account, which was crazy. Like the money was gone. The cash flow was gone. The, um, it was just such a dark space. I had gained 60 pounds. I was working nonstop. So when it all fell out from under me, I really had to go through this like transition phase of, really learning who I was again and finding what success really means, like redefining that word. And what I did, I had my Britney Spears year. Do you guys remember Britney Spears circa 2016 or whatever year it was? I call it, that was my Britney Spears year.
0: Bald Britney,
1: right? Bald Britney, hitting a car with an umbrella Britney or whatever it was (laughs) like, okay, that was me. So it hasn't all been good and nice and easy. What happened was through that year, my business fell apart, had gained the 60 pounds, workaholic, didn't know what I was going to do. And this was the first time in my life that I had failed at something that had to do with my spiritual gifting, right? Well, sales and, and entrepreneurship and public speaking and leadership, those should be easy for me. Well, right. So when you fail at something that's easy for you, my identity was lost in that. And it was a true identity crisis. And so I took about a year and I just cried into my Doritos and had a newborn baby on one side, a three year old on the other. I had no idea what we were gonna do. So I got out a sheet of paper and I wrote down who's the woman I want to become. And that's some an exercise that those of you that just you're kind of at the end of your rope. You're kind of at that moment of like, this has to be a turning point for me. This was everything. I wrote on the paper, the woman I wanted to become. So I said she is done with chasing money, chasing recognition, chasing success. I'm going to use my gifts for good. I'm going to put my family first. I've got to get spiritually right. I've got to lose weight, be healthy, be energetic for my kids. I've got to put, you know, my relationships in order. And I also have to make time for my health because I was super unhealthy. So what did I do? I did one thing every day. The woman on the piece of paper would do So I started going to the gym just every day. I started making healthier choices just every day. I would read scripture every morning. And over time, as I continued to trust, God would open doors as I was ready. Because I needed to get my mental health right. But he would open doors. Here's a client that you need. Here's an opportunity that you need. Here's a consulting package that you need. Here's the answer. Here's the next thing. And so as I trusted that and I leaned into it, it all became clear over the next four years, three, four years to where I sit today, which is ultimately helping that Christian mompreneur have clarity, have clarity. Like it's the hardest thing in the world to just sit there and go, what am I meant to do and how do I do it? And it's jumbled up in your brain and you have so many ideas. So I help women get clarity through coaching. I then help them launch podcasts and create online courses and coaching businesses to make money doing the thing they love. And it just, I run a podcast, like all the things that I do today feel like, oh my gosh, this feels like the end goal. Like I feel like I'm sitting in the end goal and the blessing and all the things. But if I look back, you have to just love the mess because the mess prepared me. I had to have the mess to talk to you guys. I had to have the mess to resonate with my clients. I had to have a moment where, We didn't have any money left because a lot of my clients are sitting in that space. So God used all of those hard places that he put me to prepare me. So now I know anything that feels rough or hard or tough, good is going to come from this. And I want you guys to really, really remember that.
0: Well, thank you for sharing your story. My goodness. Two things stick out to me. One you help, you um, gave me some insight into who I would be if I was planted in a shoe factory. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, ever thought about that. But I would be the person in there who's saying, come on, guys, we got to finish. It's almost snack time. Come on, we got to go on a walk. We got to do the break. And I would say, go to management. I'd say, you know, we need 30 minutes for our lunch. We can't do 20 <laughs> That's who I would be. Yes. <laughs> I would be organizing efforts around food. And that would.
1: <laughs> oh girl, God. see, like, <laughs> see how it's so funny. Cause it's almost like any situation you would find yourself. I bet you can immediately naturally gravitate to the health, nu- the nutrition, the, all of that, that work that you just love and see. So that's, what's so beautiful is each of us have different giftings and different passions. And God wants each of us to operate in that sphere.
0: Yeah, for sure. The other thing that stood out to me was something you keep mentioning the whole, all the way through this interview is finances. And you have said, make money and you keep mentioning it. And a lot of people are afraid to mention that They do want to make money. They do want to be able to support their family in addition to uh, their husband. I'm speaking about moms specifically. Like there's kind of, it's it's a weird topic. Do you see that a lot? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like I think that people give money is very weird. Okay. Money is just weird because we feel like we all want it obviously, but then where's that gray line of like, Ooh, but should we want it? Can we talk about it? Like, it's so taboo. And so here's what I believe. I believe that in order to do incredible things on this planet, in order to gift and serve and make an impact, make real change, real change, we need money to do it. In order to live peacefully, happily, and prosperably, prosperably? you know what I mean? Yeah travel um we need money and yeah. i think we have to remember that god wants us to experience heaven on earth and i think to a point that includes money in that definition now you have to be careful like i said because all the things that can be used for good can also be used for evil so you have to discern and do the self inventory and ask yourself is the reason i want and need money the right reasons Mm. Am I being greedy? Am I hoarding? Am I not giving back to the kingdom? Am I not supporting others? And if that answer is no, then you've got to check your priorities. And maybe that's also the reason you're not receiving any money. Because the second I let go and I'm like, you know what? I'm full on tithing. I'm giving who needs what. I'm going to buy more gifts for people. I'm just going to, what? Like money stopped having a hold over me
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: I just started to let it flow. And this may sound new agey, but like, if you just let it flow, let it flow to you and then be willing to give it away more and more of it started to flow in. And so I could give more and more away. And it was like this beautiful transaction of watching God work through me so that I could be this vessel for just giving more, give more money, give more tithe, give more to this or that, or, or whatever that might look like for you. So a in my book money's okay if you want it and need it for the right reasons if you're willing to give it back if you're willing to con- continue to let it flow through you to serve others and to do good in the world then get ready to receive it because <laughs> right the bible says yeah. um provision is is limitless and prosperity is limitless when you're using it to support the kingdom
0: awesome so i appreciate your insight on that cuz it's it's okay if you're god-led calling brings you an income. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent, um, free and you just pouring yourself out. It's all right. If there's an income associated with that, right? Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Exactly. So the other thing that's essential to you is, um, incorporating your faith. You are very, very upfront. You work with Christian women and I, I was drawn to you for that because I'm, you know, there's a million people out there who could tell you step one through 20 of what to do, but if they don't have the same beliefs as you, it just kind of makes it a little bit harder and you're on different pages. So I loved that you encouraged me to incorporate my faith and that was the best decision ever. But then also I, I, I listened to one of your episodes, and in it, you were talking about some conference you went to, and you had said that you love all people, regardless of orientation, race, color, everything. And you listed all these things. And I have to mention this now because when you said that, it was another confirmation that it's okay to bring my faith into my God, like into my business, to treat it as my God led calling, because it doesn't have to be just either or. It doesn't have to be Christianity or openness and loving everybody. That or part is nonsense. And I, I mean, the way you treat it is just inspiring. So thank you, Steph.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. And I just want to, like, in my opinion, and I'll be careful not to get in my soapbox here, Kristen, because <laughs> you know how I get, but it's like, If you want to make more impact and and you want people to believe what you believe, right? If you look at others through a lens of love and acceptance, don't you think they're more willing to hear your message and you're more apt to, to touch their heart in some way that will change the way that they think and feel? And also, how can Christians come together as one? And unity is like throughout the Bible. God God. Asks us to be one body under Christ. How can we be that if we're the ones putting up walls saying we don't accept anyone that doesn't believe what we believe and there's no love that's crossing boundaries? So for me, I feel like everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome in my house, regardless of all the things. You are welcome here. And the beautiful part about that is people can look at me and go, oh, wow, that's what Christianity looks like. Right? Yep.
0: yep. That's you what that, love. It's just you know that song, then they'll know we are Christians by our love. By our love. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. You sang that to me even though you didn't realize it.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So we can make more change. And and that's the same thing when it comes to, you know, stay-at-home mom versus work-at-home mom, uh, Democrat versus Republican, rich versus poor, like I believe there doesn't need to be these divisive barriers between everything and that the more we open and work together and love and accept. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, I still truly believe like the one way to heaven is is through Jesus Christ. Yes, I believe that. And I hope that I can inspire other people to be willing to look into that. But if, if, if they believe something different today, I don't shut down against them. It's not that they're not welcome anymore, right? It's not that I'm not... We can all agree to disagree through love. And I think ultimately that is what shows people what Christianity really is, what it looks like and feels like. And when they meet someone like that, they're going to have a different view of what Christianity means.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Gosh, thank you for sharing that. (laughs) You're welcome. So, oh, go ahead. Oh, that's it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let's bring it full circle here. God led calling. Lean into your calling. It's not going to, I mean, it's what you're comfortable with, but once you lean into it and you start down that path, it's going to get real uncomfortable, but you can keep the faith. You can keep pushing through it. And now, can you give maybe just a couple actionable steps for the listener out there who wants? to do this? Who is inspired by you? Who knows? All right, it's time. What does she need to do?
1: Okay. The first thing you need to do is get clear. Clarity is always going to be your best friend when it comes to transitions, because when you feel clear, you'll feel empowered, courageous, and inspired to take action. When you feel unclear, you will stay frozen and stuck. So how do we get clarity? You have to first look into your your life, yourself, do some self-inventory work, hire a mentor or a coach. If you need help, I'm here. If there's someone else you can speak to, work with, great. But you got to get clarity. What's the calling? What is it? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And what I do with my students and clients is we go through four tiers of brand creation. So we have, you want to think about what's the calling, what if you had to give it one sentence, that would become the promise of what you do, you got to write that down because everything's got to feed that one promise, right? So for example, if you look at my brand, um, you would hear, I help Christian entrepreneurs get clarity, start podcasts and monetize. That's it. That's the promise. That's what I do. And then everything underneath that brand. So you want to brainstorm and say, what can I teach? How can I solve To get people to that promise, that's the end result. So underneath it, you have something like that I like to call categories, and you write down your categories that is going to feed the brand. So for me, I can talk about mom and Christianity or online business and marketing or starting a podcast and do live coaching, do clarity coaching on the air. Any of those things that I can do to solve and get that woman to that end result is a go. So once you have those steps, and here's the other tip. Here's the takeaway there. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about her or that person that you're going to serve through your calling, which is such a mindset shift. People are like, okay, it's about me. I love to crochet, so I'm going to crochet. That's the calling. Okay. So then, like, right? But instead, what if it was I'm going to – teach other people how to crochet because it's a self-care exercise. I want them to have peace and it's almost like a meditation to sit and crochet. Now we have a thing that we can build something around. So then you go down to the categories and you say, what can I talk about? I can teach crocheting. I can talk about different styles of crochet. I can talk about how to incorporate crochet with meditation I can do live exercises. I can do tutorials about crochet. I can talk about how people can set up a crochet shop and sell it. Like how much can you do with crochet? It's limitless. Like anything is limitless. So once you have that built out, the next step is you have to start serving. So we don't start with making money. We start with serving, which is also a mindset shift that people have to make. Um, And and by this, I mean you need to – start posting. You got to start a blog, you got to start a podcast or you got to start a YouTube channel and you have to start solving and serving the woman that wants to crochet, right? That wants to use crochet as a meditation method or whatever. So you might go once a week on a YouTube and you guys do a crochet exercise together. And then once a week you post on a little blog with some crochet tips. You have to start becoming trustworthy until you are trusted. By your audience, they will not buy from you. Let me say that again. Until you are trusted by your audience, they're not gonna buy from you. So serve and solve over and over and over. And then maybe 90 days to four months into your business, then you wanna think about how to monetize. But that's a whole nother conversation. So that's really what I would start with when it comes to mapping out the calling.
0: Excellent. And um, if somebody does wanna reach out to you, where do they find you?
1: Yeah, so Stephanie Gass, it's S-T-E-F, like Frank, A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, like Sam samsam.com. All the things are on my website. I run a podcast for the female entrepreneur, the faith-led female entrepreneur. I mean, everybody's welcome, like we said, but it's really geared towards that Christian entrepreneur, and it's called The Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, tons of value there. I mean, two to three episodes a week, live coaching inspiring uh, interviews and mentorship and online marketing and sales and all the things. So we'd love to see you there. And then third, um, if you liked this episode, please come to Instagram and shoot me a DM, say hi. I would love to meet you. And I answer every single one of my DMs. So I would love to meet you guys. And that's at Stephanie gas.
0: Excellent. Is there anything else you would like to share with listeners today?
1: You know, I just want to say you guys, if take the step. You're not sure the click, the, you know, you're not sure the calling, take the step. You're not sure which vessel to do. YouTube, Pinterest, take the step, do something. Okay. You're not sure about, uh, can you make money with something? And should, should you wait till it's clear? Should you wait to launch a podcast before you have a website? Should you just, just go, just go. Everything becomes clear through action. Clarity becomes clear when you take action. So Go And then learn to love the journey, the day-to-day, the mess, the ups, the downs, all of it is part of one beautiful picture. And you can't complete the painting of your life without scribbling a little bit, without learning to color, without seeing which colors look the best together. You have to create the artwork of your life. And it starts by scribbling outside the line. So please just take action and a year from now, you can come back to me and tell me that you're not proud of yourself because you won't, you're going to be so proud of how far you've come.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing Steph. You're so encouraging and I just really hope that listeners out there can lean into their God led calling and take action.
1: You're so welcome.
0: All right. Have a good one.
1: Bye. All
0: right. Thanks for listening to Holy, Healthy Mama If you loved the show, please leave me a five-star review. It will help with the show's visibility, initial and long-term success, and it will make my heart happy. All right, friend. Love your babies, say your prayers, and eat
1: your greens.